crazy, babe, how I remember things Like where you came from and how you had nothing I went and made you fly, put extras on your ride Didn't miss a birthday, now you can't even remember mine You made it clear to me You wasn't down for me You made me blind, But now I see I even heard it from your family How could you let somebody lay where I lay? How could you give them everything that we made? How could you call up all the names that you used to call me? How could you, how could you just forget about? How could you teach them all the things I taught you? How could you put them on to the ghetto Kama Sutra? How could you put me in the your mind you got a lot of nerve to think that i'm gonna chill after all i heard i damn near carried you i could have married you good thing i found out for i bought that seven carry for you i know you're sick about the way i found you out i hope he's got reminders how you should have thought of me before you hopped in the sheet damn i can't believe that you did this to me What's up, world? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your, it's your, it's your young, it's your little bro, your big bro, your OG, your dog. You know what I'm saying? It's me, Big Lucy, D O W N Y L U C A. 
to the E from PAT, but I'm here to to talk to you guys about, um, you know, just just a little quick hits on stuff. Um, I am uh, I'm getting better. I'm saying I fix some shit. You know, I handle some stuff, and I'm getting better. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working towards getting better. But I want to give you guys, I saw two movies. <sighs> movies, one event, and one versus. So I'm going to break that down like this. So I'm, I'm going to go in order by what I saw first. So I saw Lightyear. And I like Lightyear. I like it. Uh, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I feel like if it, let's see what it did. I feel like they need to explain I feel like they need to uh, explain Okay, so it did You know what I'm saying? As a movie, I give it like a 6.5 out of 10. Okay, so the budget was 200 AMs. It grossed 152 million. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's only been out for a week. We're going on a week and a half. A week and a half. Well, 10 days. 10 days. So a week and a half. 152 million. Um. It was good. I'll give it a 6.5 out of 10. But the thing about it is, you know, Pixar don't be missing. You know what I'm saying? They rarely miss. Because, like, the, la the last Pixar release, Pixar release, was awkward. <sighs> was awkward. And that was, that was a really good one. Was a, that was a fun one. I got to rewatch that. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. It's been two years or something. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like that was crazy. But um no. I feel like I watched that movie and I know it's a movie about a toy. It's a movie about the toy in a legendary in an iconic franchise. In a groundbreaking icon franchise, but I need to know why Buzz Lightyear is so revealed in the world of Toy Story. Why does how does Andy and kids in Andy's world know about Buzz Lightyear? How does they what what's the how do you weave that in? So I feel like if it if it gets to if it gets to three hundred million, which is which is a stretch at this point, or if it does well on streaming, I feel like I need another movie on like how Buzz Lightyear became the the, the newest toy from that movie. But yeah, it was cool. Then I recent I watched today. Today I watched. Um, 
Giannis, Giannis, I think the Kumbo's uh, Disney movie Rise, you know, which is very much a Disney movie, very much of like a feel good story. It's it's really good, you know. It 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 um the trials and tribulations they grew up with, going from Turkey to Greece, being from Nigeria, being from Nigeria. Goes from the very beginning all the way to when Giannis gets drafted. Giannis gets drafted, and it's good. It's good. It's 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 you know what I'm saying it has light intensities and stuff like that. But like Giannis coming from where he come from and being who he is in the NBA now is crit like. It's crazy because, you know, like, you know, like if Jason Kidd never wanted to, like, try him out at point guard, who knows what the hell, what the hell he would have become. But he, the fact that he's just not, he, like, the thing about Giannis is, like, if, if he could have been regular. If he didn't have drive, you know what I'm saying? He could have been regular. And he could have been, uh, you know what I'm saying, like regular. But it's so much more better that he's a back-to-back MVP and defensive player. Like he's, he's as great as he is. He's already an all-time great player. <laughs> he's already going to make the 75 list, the 100 list, and the 150 list. What do you say? Would you go 150 or would you do 125? You go 50 years from now? And he'd be, I'll be 78. Yeah, 78. But would you go 50 years from now? Like, would you do 100 and 150? Do the 125 greatest players? Or you do the one, or you do one, I, they might just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, well, that's 80 years from now, that's 80 years from now, that's a long time, Jesus Christ, Jesus from now, it was 75 years from now, Jesus my father, Jesus, 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 but Rise was good, but, um, the Mario, Omarion versus, what a, what a treat for everybody watching and everybody involved. If you didn't, I give you just my favorite highlights. I, I still haven't seen the full the the pre show, the Ray J and Bobby V versus Pleasure P and Sammy before that that shit went on. But you know, what I'm saying I'm just I'm just you know so I'm just give you guys. You know, my favorite moments of the verses. My favorite moments. You know what I'm saying? My favorite moments. I'm going to give you my favorite moments of the verses. Just, just, just sit back. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Right here. Superstar. Wish I have a fancy car. Wish I have a million bucks. Yes. Yo, when I wish I don't be in love. So, yes. Yes. I 
singing that while holding a child, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. You know, just Ray J is a national treasure. He's he he's the he's he's all time he's an all time entertainer. I don't know if y'all niggas knew that but he is. But that was my one of my highlights. One of my highlights. Um, his sister Brandy called him out on the internet and said he didn't drink his tea that he was supposed to give him, but he did drink some Casamigos. That was from him, but that was hilarious. And then we get into the main event. My favorite highlight of the Mario versus right here. The best Shout out, shout out Jeremiah. I know he had a bad with COVID. We almost lost Jeremiah. We almost did. We almost. Do you know what I'm saying? We almost lost one of the, you know what I'm saying? One of the premier R&B artists of the past decade. You know what I'm saying? Like Jeremiah's one of the ones. Almost lost him. But my nigga, that boy sounded, woo, that boy, that boy sounded like Giveon at the BET Awards. Jesus Christ. My nigga, Giveon was not giving. He, he he gave he was boy that boy that boy that boy blamed the mic on that bullshit he did but that's yeah but yeah yeah guys yeah 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 it's just it's it's it was amazing it was amazing Mario acted a whole fool and Mario just sung sung his heart Mario brought a tank he didn't save him. He brought out Tommy the Clown and the You Got Served dances, and I'm just, I'm, I'm like, well, this is a versus, sir. This ain't the Millennium Tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for Dumbass, Timberland, 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 whatever I say, y'all gonna do. There's no reason for none of that. There's no reason for none of that. Also, 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 the fact that Mario was like, going crazy on this nigga in LA in his face. I think it's, I think Mario said he was from Inglewood. He was like, you're not from Inglewood, nigga. I'm like, whoa. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, my bad for the pause is, you know, Indy. My bad for the pause is Indy wrestles on Twitter being an idiot. But yeah, the beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. That version was amazing. It was hilarious. It was so hilarious. It was good because it was good though. 
It's hilarious. It was a train wreck. It was amazing. But the BT Awards was on, and this this has been the best BT Awards in a while. BT, they said, well, BT, BT has since like whenever like whenever artists like start like. Like, whenever artists get to a point where they start telling BET that they don't need them, the, I don't know what moment was that, but BET has, since that's happened, BET hasn't put together a well-rounded show. And this is the first time in a long time that no Drake, no Nicki, no Cole, no... No Rihanna, no Beyonce. That's, but like no mega like star was it? Well, Mariah Carey pulled up, but they leaned into the youth. Jack Harlow's day, he brought on Brandy and Lil Wayne. Well, yeah. Uh, Lotto came out. She brought on Mariah Carey. Um, Give me out performed this. He was not given his mic fucked up, but he was the. But me, me, my, I'm tripping. BT put together a well around the show. Diddy got the Lifetime Achievement Awards. Lil' Kim did not know what the hell was going on. But other than that, it was, it was a good moment. It was a good, it was a well around the show. It was a, it was, it, it, it was the number one trend to top of my timeline. But for a good reason. Good reason. Money Long. Money Long had a great performance. It was good. It was just good. So I wanted to give my thoughts on that shit. But coming up, I have an interview with a very eclectic person. You know what I'm saying? Right after this, it will be an interview with my dog. Click two times. Wrestling commentator extraordinaire. Singer, songwriter, producer, cosplayer. Just an awesome time. Just a great interview. Just a fun, fun dude. And I hope you guys like it. I'll see y'all soon. Got a special guest. Coming real, real soon. Boom, boom, bam. Wham, wham, wham. I'm out. Because you know, the BT was, they they play that shit from like it like airs, then it like then they play it every night for like fourteen days. Big facts. And then like one time, sometimes I'll do it in the afternoon. But no, right. they uh they gave Diddy the Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay. So you know Kanye being here makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a. Well, first of all, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Uh, this is another episode of Hanging with the Crew. And I am here with I was a very eclectic person. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Somebody who you know what I'm saying? The man has a the man has a voice for like broadcasting. You know what I'm saying? Like you you know what I'm saying? He's you know, he he's very, you know, projecting. But I'm here with with uh, Black Announce Table super fan, 
if that's if that's okay with me calling you. My dog clicked two times. What's good, boss? I wish the skipper jinx the third have said the whole thing like Tribe Called Quest, aka click two times. And I'm hanging with the crew. Yes. Shit, I'm part of the crew now. Yeah, you're a crew member. You you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're a crew member. You gifted, man. I only I only bring gifted people on here. I appreciate that, man. They said I'm honorary. <laughs> you try, hey, fam, you should be. Where are you? To where the fact that it's like it's like ten where I'm at, but it's nine where you at? Where you at? Nah, it's actually eleven. It's eleven. You on the east coast? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, you said like six or seven your time. I'm like, wait, is this nigga in like months? Are you in the Mountain West? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I was backwards, but it's cool. Yeah, I don't. I, I hope I'm not keeping you up. <laughs> nah, man, I'm I'm a night owl, man. I, I get all my shit done at night. So, uh, in your Twitter body, body, it says wrestling commentator, of course. Right. But singer, yeah. songwriter, yeah. producer? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Photographer, videographer, you know. You, 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 you do it all. I, I, I like what I like. And most of the things that I've, I've done was out of necessity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I... Back in the day, I'm a little older than most people. <laughs> right. I'm a little older, but out of necessity, you know, I wanted to write, I wanted to rap and shit, and I wanted to sing, and nobody can make the shit that I wanted to rap to or I wanted to sing to, so I had to make it myself. I feel you. I feel you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rapper myself. Which is why when I seen the word producer, I was like, oh, this is this is amazing. But at me, my like, the, I started writing raps because like so, so I didn't see a me like I didn't see a me anywhere. You know what I'm saying when I started rapping. Now the decade later, like it's people like artists that are like minded like me, but not exactly me. So that's why I just started like rapping and making music and stuff. Man, I'ma be all the way one hundred with you. Right. That's the whole reason I got into the commentary game. Like, you see, now you see more black people doing commentary, but you don't see niggas doing this shit. It's no, not no. niggas in wrestling spaces, right? I'm like, ain't 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 no ain't nobody ain't nobody calling the match and saying, oh, he got him in a chokehold. He turning purple like a pair of phone posits. Like, right. he's saying stuff like that. Right. <laughs> also, 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 and when we do have people, people like niggas in the spaces, they be like, it don't sound natural. It sounds forced. Right. You know what I'm saying? It sounds forced. Because it's like, I think like we, we like, like I have this conversation like subtly with a couple people I know, but there are. I've had to tell somebody like, "Yo, the difference between I've said I've said it to somebody, I said it to somebody in college one time. I said the difference between me and you is I've been black since birth. You found out you was black seven years ago. Ooh, listen, and we there's a lot of people." Black people in positions that found out that they were black 
when Ferguson hit or when Trayvon Martin hit. Right. And like, so like, you know what I'm saying? You always, like you, like there'll be people that are harking back to that moment to when they started becoming activists or started being proud to be black. I, fam, being black is all I know. Like, so right. my, my stepdad, the men in my family, I'm six years old and like my stepdad, we driving, I think his taillight was out or something. And like, he, we got pulled over. And he was just like, his taillight was out. My stepdad was like, white cop. He was like, I'm going, I'll get it fixed this weekend. Ooh, he lets us go. No ticket, no nothing. But he was just, he was just like, look, he was just like, I'm six. And he like, white, white folks don't, don't care who you are. If they can find something to fuck you over with, they will. He told me that at six. Let's so go. like, and like you would think saying that to a kid is kind of crazy, but nah, when you black, you kind of got a head like that. You gotta have those conversations early. You gotta have those conversations. I, so I'm growing up understanding, like, like there's is the, that Chris Rock joke on the 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 special he did where he did it in three places, where he said, "Oh well, on." On Big and Blacker, where he said, "There's a, there's a white kid in a wheelchair that wouldn't trade places with me right now, and I'm rich." <laughs> that's, but, that's real shit. But then he does the, but my one of my favorite joke, like bits or jokes ever, like is like if I had to rank like my all time top ten jokes I've ever heard, this is one where he says on his special, uh, "Kill the Message." That one, he goes. If Regis Philbin, I was being interviewed by Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin, everybody knows Regis Philbin. Right. And at some point in the interview, Regis Philbin pulled out a pencil and stabbed me in the neck. My first reaction would be, God damn it, I should have seen that shit coming. And that, <laughs> like, <laughs> just the, 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 like, the shit in that, the, the message in that is, you can't put, when it comes to white people, you can't be surprised at nothing they do. This is true. Anything, no matter how wholesome, no matter how, no matter how wholesome they are, no matter how nice they are, you can't put anything, you can't be surprised at nothing they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so, it's like, Growing up, so I just, I just, the things I've seen in the past decade via social media, and I'm just like, you can see it in some of these people that they just learned about this history recently, whereas the history hasn't been embedded in it. Well, not the history, the the knowledge and understanding about who we are wasn't embedded in them at all. Right, so I feel you when you say it's no, it's no niggas in commentary because it's like, isn't that? It's not just like on social media. It's not just recent movies. It's in TV. When I see certain things, I'm just be like, nah, this seems forced. None of this seems natural. Like none, of, it seems like. Yeah. Well, and I mean, honestly, it's it's black people in these spaces. I, I'm not discrediting anybody in these spaces because look at Uncle D'Lo. Uncle D'Lo is killing it. Look mm-hmm. at Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton is killing it. Look right. at Caprice Coleman on AEW TV. 
mm-hmm. all the time and ROH TV all the time, killing it. But it's mm-hmm. nobody really speaking in the culture. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my that's my goal, man. My my goal is to I want somebody. I always wanted somebody who sound like me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm seeing I'm starting to see people who look like me and represent me visually, but I want to hear I want to hear somebody that sounds like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Me having the opportunity to do that and to just be myself, man, it's the best thing ever. Like listening listening to me do commentary, you're gonna hear some. You're gonna hear some skits from the 85 South show. Right. You feel me? Like <laughs> you go, you gonna hear some some Dave Chappelle jokes, and only a certain few people gonna catch on to the reference. And they're gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like I like I remember like the one thing I noticed about myself in college that I didn't notice in high school is that I wasn't like one way. You know, I was. I used. To, I remember, like, I I was in high school, and I had this group of friends, and all we used to talk about was like anime and comic books. Right. Right. That's all we talk about during class and doing work, shit like that. Right. But then, then I didn't notice until I got to college. But then, like, in the next period, all the athletes and the jocks, we I would talk with them about sports right as fluently as i would talk about anime and like comic books right and like when i got to college i would do that same thing but like motherfuckers would be like wait you like like motherfuckers be like wait you cool with him i was like yeah that's my dog we talk about this 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 and that he was like wait you watch that shit i was like yeah he was like all right, but then I like then I realized it let me realize that not most people like most people can only talk about the thing like certain things, you know what I'm saying? Certain way, like I can like it's it's a rare that you could you could find somebody that can that can spend like in the podcast space. Right. Most podcasts are centered around a couple things, you right. know, what I'm saying? mainly one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I started this, you know, I realized that this is not a wrestling podcast. And I say that, Click, because my favorite wrestling podcasts cover how I want to talk about wrestling. Right. And I heard you say that in one of your in one of your episodes, by the way. With, with Eve. I said that with Eve. Right. It's like, I don't need, like, I don't need to talk about wrestling every week. I feel like I'd be in the way. Right, but you know real saying? quick, real quick, real quick, not cutting you off, but cutting you off. Right, you good? Like re- real nigga activity, real nigga check in. You good? Oh that, oh that, I'm, I'm, I'm better, and I'm on the path towards getting better. That's all I needed to hear. That I'm on the path towards getting that moment. I need, I needed to get. That was like some, like I need to get that out. That had to be out, and the only outlet. I could, I could get that. I was that day, that moment, that was like right there. Cause I, I feel like, I feel like if I didn't, I feel like 
I feel like if I didn't document me feeling that way, it is it is it'll linger in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just lingered in my mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like Pete, so like, and probably as this podcast get bigger, people might venture back to all of these episodes. And they might come back to me years from now and ask me about that moment. But it was just like, you know what I'm saying? It was one of those moments where I was just like, it was just like, ah, that day was a lot. Right. That day was a lot. So I was just like, I, was like, I gotta get this off my chest. Cause I, this is, this is, I can get this off my chest. But then like, I put it out and a couple people hit me and wasn't was like, are you good? They was like, yo. I feel the exact same way you feel. Right? Listen, <laughs> I, I was I was listening to the pod with my old lady in the car, and while we were listening, I can tell she was kind of uncomfortable. You know when people kind of shift in their chair and shit. Mm-hmm. But later in the day, we talked about it, and she was like, "Yo, I've been feeling the exact same way. I just didn't know how to put it into words." And he yeah. said it eloquently, like, "I don't feel." Like I, I don't feel like I'm where I need to be, yeah. but like I'm a hell of a lot further than I could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like that. Just, just, just a simple fact that I was just, I was just like, I, I, like how, like I'm very much a simplifier when it comes to things. So like I'm not like I've always made fun of people who speak on high and mighty because a lot of times like. I've always I, because I've always been able to break down what most people who speak elo- quote unquote eloquently say to the simplest terms, and I feel like that's a superpower. I feel like I can I can I can explain I feel like I can explain a, I can explain a Harvard professor's less lesson plan to a crackhead in my city. <laughs> so like, I, I feel like that's a superpower. So like the fact that I just you the pod so I haven't listened to it back, but I started that shit off with like man, I cried today. Right, hard like boo, like big, big, bitch, nigga, tears. Yes, I felt that. I was like, yo, like, boo, I like, know what that is. That's like, like, <laughs> like loud mouth cry. I was like, if anybody walk in right now, I'm embarrassed. Type right, of. like how, like how, like them videos are like how, uh, like that video, like how how Davis when he reacted getting getting a whooping, like how he be <laughs> right. Reacting that shit out. That's how it was. It's like it was just. I was like, but yeah, like it was just like called my mom's. We talked about it. Yeah, I'm saying she was like, she was like, she was like, go. She was like, go do something. You've been working so much. She was like, go do something. So I went to the movies and I went to the comic book store. (laughs) I just and I was like, I should do this more often. I just go to the comic book store like every chance I get. You know what I'm saying, but nah, it was just I just I just had to get that off that day. It'd probably be more more times, but it's just like yeah, it's just it's just like nah, I just it was just like I don't. It was like I'm I'm fifty percent of who I am right now. I need to get back. I need to <laughs> get back to what I was. But yeah, but yeah. Man, hey, the only way to get through it is to go through it. Hey, man. Hey. You know what I mean? You just got to keep moving. Forward always. Always forward. That's what I say. Yeah, you, uh, you, 
you a cosplayer? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So how, did, how did how did you start doing this? I never. I, like, I don't. Like, I always want to know when it comes to people who cosplay. Like, what's the what's the inspiration? So, basically, you know, what I mean, Halloween. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Halloween came around. Um, I'm probably like 27, 28. And I'm like, you know what? I, I want to go all out this Halloween. I've never, I've never just went all out. You know what I mean? Even as a kid, you know, as a kid, you never get to really dress up how you want to. It's oh, like, I, never, I, ne- I never could. I was raised by people who went to church every Sunday. Right. Or, you know what I mean? You got broke parents. So it's like they make do, right? Yeah, Halloween was Hallelujah night. I don't. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Trunk or treat. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, now, nah, we, now nah, what we would do, we would, they would take us, we would go on a hayride. Okay. So, yeah, the hayride they make, like on that night, we go on a hayride and we eat gumbo. So I, <laughs> Oh, it was a good night. It's just I, hey. nobody was in Spider Man costumes. It was, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I'm I'm grown. I'm going to a Halloween party. I'm like, yo, I'm going all out. I'm just I'm just do something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the costume was, but I know I spent like hell of time on it, like weeks, weeks on it. I'm trying to remember what it was. Hold on, I give I, give me a second. Give me a second. Give me. It was Static Shock. Boom. I remember that's that. My fa- you, that's my favorite superhero of all time. It was Static Shock because I had the baby locks. I was like, oh, yes. Static Shock. So I did this whole Static Shock cosplay. Um, well, costume. Halloween. Motherfuckers loved it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Then I got hip to Comic-Cons. And one of my, um, one of my best friends, shout out to Jason, um, he, one of his friends was a professional cosplayer, um, by the name of Terrence dude is phenomenal. Um, he did a storm cosplay. He did a poison Ivy. He did Rita Repulsa, hella cross dressing, but hella killing it. Right. Rita Repulsa. That's a, that's a choice. It, it is, but it's still dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still dope as shit. Like the costumes look dope. Regardless of whether that's a man under there, it looked dope. Right, right. So I, I hit up Terrence one day and I'm like, yo, put me on to these Comic Cons. So I started going to Comic Cons and, you know, I would do little shit. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy, just little shit. But then the more Comic Cons I went to, the more I started getting into it, the more people I started meeting in the in the scene and shit, I just started finding ways to make shit that I like. I've done two Vegeta cosplays mm. where I've just made like the Dragon Ball Z armor. I got one with the shoulders, you know what I mean? The old school Vegeta shit. And then I got one where it's like the vest. Um, I did Dr. Faciliad from um, Princess and the Frog. Um, I've done Bishop from X-Men. I think the next one I'm going to do is Winter Soldier just because I ain't seen, I've only seen one black person do that. And I think it'll be dope with my locks. Um, yeah, I did, I did a Joker cosplay. That shit was crazy because it was like 
You paying your face away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> face white, hair green. Um, but it was like Joker when he got a job at like a call center and shit. I had bad <laughs> Joker, you know what I mean? And, no, I feel you. And my best friend, she was Harley Quinn, but she was like homemaker Harley. Mm-hmm. And then like we had a bunch of her little cousins and shit, and they were our kids. So <laughs> we had a, a cosplay contest. Like we went to a, um, a Comic-Con and it was a cosplay contest. And the kids walked up on stage and they started fighting. I'm in the audience with a big ass DSLR. You know what I mean? Looking like a whole dad out there and shit. Yelling at the kids, stop fighting fair. Stop fighting fair. Like, is- yeah. So ever since then, I've been hooked and. I, I absolutely love it. That's definitely something that I encourage all people of color to try at least one time. Go to a Comic-Con and cosplay is is different. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm actually gonna go to my first. We have one here in Austin that's coming July 9th and 10th. And I'ma just go. Listen. I'ma just go. Experience stuff like that. I went to I went to I went to WrestleMania this past two months. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying. And so, like, what is your? I'm actually two questions. What is your? I'm gonna start off with this. What is your first music memory? Like the first, like the like the earliest music you remember, like musical experience you remember. Okay. My first concert I went to was an immature concert. Um, my aunt worked for Time Warner Cable, which is now like Spectrum or something. My aunt, my aunt has been working for Time Warner Cable for like 27 years. Facts. Mine too. So, <laughs> so you know what I mean? They had this concert for um, all of the employees and their family and shit at um, Carowinds, amusement park type shit. Mm-hmm. It was Immature, Raven Simone, and some other nigga. I don't remember. Right. But this is when Raven Simone was was kind of cute. You know what I mean? She, Me and her about the same age. So I'm like, Psh, I'm about to try to holler at Raven Simone. Fuck that. Oh, this had to be like, this had to be like, 2000, 2001? Oh, bro, this was like 90 something. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, okay, this is. I'm trying to figure. Did Raven have like a song? She did. She did. Yeah, okay, I, I, I can, yes. Oh, Im, oh, you said immature. I'm yeah. thinking about IMX because they changed, <laughs> they changed <laughs> the name from immature to IMX. Or Same difference. It, it was around that time. It was like right yeah. before they changed the name. Was the song with Kale on the verse out when you went? <laughs> Yo, Batman and Romeo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that record was okay. Okay. Oh, this this is a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I remember that concert. Um, it was trash. It, it was it was literal trash. I was just excited to see Raven Simone. Um, as we all are. Contest. My aunt came in second place. I was like, hell yeah, we got to go on stage. Rave Simone gave me a hug. I oh, was like, God. hell yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. 
Hell yeah. I'm about I'm about to bag this little light skinned bitch. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, earliest musical memory just off the top of my head was that. Um earlier than that, I remember one of my older cousins. He he used to sing and everything, right? And his thing was he was singing the bitches. That that's how he would get the bitches. He was singing to them, right? That's what and, you do when you can sing. Right. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I always listened to the music that he was playing, and he was playing R. Kelly. And one day, he was outside singing to this girl, and he was like, do you mind if I give you some of mine? And I came up behind him, and I was like, to well play. That's, that's the earliest earliest musical memory I, I remember i remember helping my helping my older cousin get some pussy there we go yeah you, you know it's crazy that such a great pen comes from such a horrible person. it's just it's just it just don't make no goddamn man that's another conversation for that that's a whole nother podcast like yeah, it's a whole nother conversation because it's like because I, I did it. I did it. So I'm I'm 28. So it's like so it's like I can remove that catalog from like my brain. Except for one song. And it's the I'm a Flair remix. Simply because of T Pain's verse. It, I, I'm sorry. Look, I need that. I, I can, it, that's just let me get that one. Damn 28? Like, yeah. yeah, I I agree with you. That's why they call me Teddy Pinhurst. Come on, man. We 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 gotta stop. Oh, yeah, oh gotta stop. on a related subject. On a related subject. Let's go ahead and get this out in the open. I hate it. I hate the fact that I am a dark-skinned male with locks. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 a little chubby. Mm-hmm. Immediately I look like T-Pain. Hate it. <laughs> hate it. You know it's crazy. You know it was funny. T-Pain, outside of an NFL athlete, T-Pain is the only celebrity that looks like that. <laughs> he that's ever looked like, outside of like Alvin Kamara, outside of like a, like a defensive end. Right. T-Pain's the only celebrity only ever. person. And, and Lizzo boyfriend, which really really makes me feel some type of way because Dolph Ziggler, it should have been me. Right. It right. should have been me. Right. Damn it, I, I keep telling, I tell people this about Lizzo. Lizzo is like, Lizzo reminds me of like, Lizzo is probably the ultimate homegirl. Lizzo, she got, she got fine ass friends. She has, she has buku money. So she's definitely a good time. Mm-hmm. He does not smoke. She probably knows where the best, where the best of it is, mm-hmm. and and she got her own Rolodex of niggas. So you, don't, so she's not even worried about you. <laughs> Listen, she probably won't even be worried about you. We all go get dinner and shit like that. I she, just want to be part of the number. You feel? I, I just want to come off the bench. I feel you. Like, I ain't even got to be starting five. Let me come off the bench, Lizzo. I feel you. Lizzo, if you hear this, come on home. 
you you going you might not love it over here, but you're gonna like it a lot. Yeah, that's a, I'm stealing that. I'm I look <laughs> that will be in somebody's DM very soon. That is such a crazy over here, but you gonna you like might it. not love it over here, but you will like it. What it's amazing. Let's let's be real about it. I'm hey. Love yeah, it. Oh, and oh, and oh, and <laughs> since we're on the subject of Raven Simone, uh-huh. Raven Simone has always been Raven Simone to me has always been Raven Simone, like from like from like from like 03, like you know, that's so Raven era, right? Raven Simone is the finest wholesome woman of all time, like the finest. Like the type of girl, like your your mama and your grandmother wants you to like to, to be a wife to you. Raven Simone is like the finest example because like she she's mad wholesome, she's mad sweet. She probably smells good. She got great man. <laughs> she got great so, I I would agree with you if it wasn't for old girl. Um, shit, what's her name? Um, Eve's by you. Her brother's gay. Fuck. Not Megan Good. Meg, I just found out Megan Good was in Eve. Oh, Journey Smollett. Oh, Journey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Journey's in that. Yeah. Journey's in that. Um, uh, Chloe Bailey is that right now. Chloe Bailey. Chloe, Chloe Bailey is that right now. Chloe My Bailey favorite. is the peak great, great parent pick. Like, 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 if, like, like, Every now and then, every now and then, your mama or she'll introduce you to a girl, and the one she introduced you to is one of them ones. Right. She, like some look, look, mama's mama's shooting percentages be a little iffy, but every now and then she might go, she, she might drop forty five. Listen, introduce you to a girl from the church and Chloe is like, like, oh, bro, 45 non rebounds, seven assists. Like, yes. it's supposed to triple double, but hot damn, what a game! Like, yes. <laughs> that was the yes. one. yeah. What, like, you come home, you come home from college, or you, you like come visit, and you'd be like, wait, she live here, she's always been <laughs> right, like, where you been? Where's she been? <laughs> Tell me, the other five bitches you can show me just I know them. I don't know. I don't know. Like, come to church with me. This this the one I was telling you about. This I never miss a Sunday. We this the one. Well, praise God. Yeah. All right. My second question is (laughs) what is your earliest wrestling memory? Did I tell you mine? My earliest wrestling memory happened to be the Montreal Screwjob, but not visually, like from just hearing it. So mm-hmm. like, so like I was with my brother and his cousin, and like back then, if you didn't buy pay per views, you could always take your TV and go all the way back, and for some reason you'll catch a WWE pay per view, huh. but you won't see nothing. You just hear everything. Okay, it'll be like the the TV will be all fucked up, and then every now and then you'll see a glimpse. Like Stone Cold sees off Steve Austin's face, okay, for like <laughs> for like three seconds, then it'll go back to being blue. But you'll hear everything. But this one particular time, like he, they bought the pay per view, 
And so my very first vivid memory of wrestling is my brother and my cousin going, this nigga Bret Hart is nasty. This nigga nasty. This nigga just hawked a loogie on Vince McMahon. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? They going crazy. And I'm like four years old. Okay. <laughs> so I'm okay. just hearing, that's my first, this nigga Bret Hart fucking nasty. Nigga Bret Hart nasty. Why does nigga, why does, oh shit, Shawn Michaels got him in a sharpshoot. Why Vince McMahon just telling them, what the fuck is going on? That's all I remember. That's all I remember. Turns out that happened to be the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, now, wow. visually, visually, uh-huh. my first, it's probably, if I remember watching wrestling like 90, I remember watching wrestling 90, I just don't know what. But my first full-on memory of a Raw was the night Mankind won the title. Wow. Like, okay. Like that night, and I keep telling people like people always tell me about like what CM Punk does like for wrestlers right he's done for like wrestling but I tell people all this time people like Punk people like Brian wouldn't be taken seriously as world champ as prestigious world champions without Mick Foley because mankind winning the WWE title basically tells you as a, as a wrestling fan, if this nigga can win the WWE title, you can win the WWE right. title. There's right. no greater example of that than mankind winning. Mankind winning. I, I you know agree. And the only other person around that time, rest in peace, who would have won that would probably be Owen. Because of what his character and stuff like that, right? Mankind winning the WWE title does like we don't get the yes movement. We don't get Daniel Bryan's moment at we don't moment at Mania thirty. We don't get Kofi Mania thirty five without that moment. Also, probably also probably the loudest pop you will ever hear in an arena ever. Right. And in an arena, now stadiums are different, but in an arena, Jesus Christ. But when Stone Cold comes up, when that Stone Cold music hits, and he hits him with he hits, <laughs> hits him yeah. with that chair shot, and that that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. But no, that's my that's like yeah. So what's your earliest wrestling? So number one, those chair shots in the nineties, yeah, like CTE. Shout yeah. out to you. Um, yeah, like yeah, because I because I realized that they use actual chairs, not prop chairs. The nah. chairs we sit, the metal chairs we sit on. Right, right. Um, so my earliest wrestling memory, I I, I got three of these because I, I want I want to touch on all three of these if you don't mind. My earliest wrestling memory is when the Undertaker and Yokozuna was wrestling, and Yokozuna broke Undertaker's face. That makes sense. I never forget that. I'm like, yo, this big nigga just fucked his whole shit up. Now my my first, see now my first now my, I'm a I'm a, I'm a fast forward like eight years because my first time saying something that was yo, this big nigga got his booty all in people's face. His <laughs> cousin Rakishi, but keep going. <laughs> right. So that's my earliest memory, right? 
my favorite wrestling memory. I got a couple of them, but my most sentimental one was the first time me and my daughter watched wrestling together. Um, it's 2011, and I believe this is John Cena and Nexus and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like OG Nexus, Wade Barrett, Jennifer Hudson, husband and shit. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, husband. And they're wrong, man. They're, <laughs> they're in the ring and they're locking up, right? And they're doing some chain wrestling. My daughter isn't a year old yet. She's in a walker. And she's doing kid shit and just running around in the walker. She stops, looks at the TV, and starts punching the air. And ever since then, she has been hooked with wrestling. Like, we just went to a wrestling show today. And and we're watching um, fucking Forbidden Door right now. So, you know what I mean? My daughter, like, that's... That's my twin. So my I love that memory. Um and then like commentating my first show, like my first big show, that's always gonna be a huge memory for me. Um my guys EC3 jumped in on the at the commentary table with us and was on camera with us and talking shit, like talking cold shit. While we on commentary, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. I'm hooked. I'm never looking back. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, the, like, the, like, it's the same feeling I got once. I think I was, I think we, I was like 15 episodes into this. Okay. And I was like, yeah, that shit was good. <laughs> I just right. whoa, whoa, that was good. Cause that was when I was trapping off the trapping off this phone. Okay, set up now, so like the sound is better and stuff. But I was like, oh shit, that was that was real, real good. I was like, nah, I gotta keep doing this. Right. Look, my old lady and my daughter is in the living room going crazy. I don't know what's happening. I'm scared to look at social media. So I'm just stay. Uh, I mean, give me on is singing on the BET Awards. So I don't, bro. That's I, so I don't know. Yo, I hate it. he makes good music. I hate his voice. He sounds like Kermit the Frog singing. It's uh, it's dope as shit. Yeah, like it's this, this. I was like, this is very good written material right here. <laughs> also. Forbidden, forbidden door for me. Uh-huh. To me, is a one match show. It's the main event. It's that fatal forward. Like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna actually, like tomorrow I'm gonna find that match and watch it because that's I I know I like I would watch it. Like I don't like. See, think about, think about like. Like AEW for me is like it's like when you I watched the full I watched the full dot like for the first time I watched last week's dynamite I watched from beginning to end. Okay. Because like I keep up with the black the black segment the black people in segments on AEW. Right. 
No, I make sure I do. But like, I watched the full Dynamite last Wednesday. So, and my one gripe with it is I kept seeing the same style of match back to back to back. And so, and so like, I knew I wasn't going, I was going to skim through Forbidden. I wasn't going to watch it straight up. I was going to skim through Forbidden Door because I don't want to watch a bunch of the same matches leading up to Okada, Jay White, Adam Page, and Adam Cole. Like, I don't want to be all wrestled out, rest holds out, super kicked out, flips out. I don't, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to like see too much of that because I know in this fatal four way, I'm going to get some of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I want to like, so I want to be able to, j- because these four dudes in her, well, specifically, specifically like, Kazuchika Okada, right? Like, right. on American television. Well, on an American pay per view. Right. I like him being himself and not fucking some character they made for him. Like, him being the same guy yeah. My thing, my thing was like, my thing was like him just coming out and not having, like, like the, the, uh, the, the thing. And I know people tell me to give AEW time to get there, but if if Vince McMahon mm-hmm. was partnering with New Japan or something, right? He, there would be presentation for their top wrestlers, and I think like Okada, I think the presentation of Okada should be should make people be like, oh. Oh, he's that Nick. Okay, because like remember when remember when Shinsuke debuted on SmackDown five years ago? Shit, remember when they brought the violin in NXT? Yes. So it's the it's the presentation, like like Cody Rhodes this year, right? Cody Rhodes came out and everybody knew it was gonna happen. Like it was not. It was an eighty percent chance it was gonna happen. It happened, but this this nigga was presented. As the biggest, di- like, <laughs> like yeah. he was, and that's like for Okada, for sh- and I say it, if 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 the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega swallowed their pride and was like, let's go see what let's let's go see what they talking about over there, and I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, if they negotiated themselves right, they'll be presented, they'll be looked, they'll be presented as big people. Because AJ Styles was. Yeah. Because Kevin Owens is in the company. And if he found out that the Bucks and Kenny were going over there, he would pipe them up to Nick Khan and everything. He would give them, you know what I'm saying? He'd give he give them the good word. Right. He'd be like, no, 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 no. These guys are good. Like, and they'd be present like that's the thing. If like WWE got a hold of Okada, he'd be presented like the biggest shit in the world. And, like, he'd be, like, he'd be, like, I don't, in that moment, and Dynamite just made him feel regular. I know who that is. I know who that is. And like, he needs to be presented to, like, children that do not I watch think, New Japan personally. Right. I think the way that they presented him was, y'all nigga know who this is. I mean, if y'all AEW fans, y'all know 
Y'all yeah, going yeah. to New Japan. Like, we ain't, we ain't got to go through this shit. Yeah, yeah. They, the AW, is, AW is very much a you already know what the fuck going on that show. Right. <laughs> I will. And if you don't, I will. I will. I mean, you'll figure it out if you keep watching. Right. I, I, I will say this. I watched the pre-show, right? And right. the pre-show gave us those video packages and the background and shit that they should have been doing you know what I mean, last month to get us prepared for this shit. But, right. you know what I mean, they also had a bunch of motherfuckers getting hurt at the last minute. So, and, and a lot of motherfuckers wasn't available until this week. So they right. couldn't even show up until last week. Right. You know, shout out to um to Claudio for getting another check. Man. Um, that yeah. nigga I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that nigga. I, I'm excited for Wednesday. Let, let's just say that. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, like I, like, I like he he should be positioned well. He needs to be positioned well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he he he's a he's. I'm gonna say it like this. They. I'm gonna say it like this. A lot of people think like if you plucked. Like plucking guys who were already indie before they got to WWE and bringing them to AEW would like remove, like would like weaken the WWE armor. No, they no, not with that NIL deal going on. Right, grabbing athletes. No, this is I give you. I hope it gets better, but I give you one person that AEW can take from WWE. And it'll like leapfrog them higher than where they are right now. Okay. Randy Orton. Yeah. Give Randy Orton the AEW World Championship. Yeah. Give also, also bring a seasoned veteran who's worked that style for as long as he had to that brand. And sort of mix, sort of mix those styles within your show. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need eight niggas that can wrestle like Zack Sabre Jr. all in one match or all in multiple segments. Split it up a little bit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, split it up a little bit. So, like, you bring a motherfucker like Randy. And he, he's well. First of all, he's gonna he's you probably gonna have to pay that nigga like five million, like seven million dollars a year. No, like right. probably fifteen. Like it'll it'll like whatever, whatever whatever he won't like like Vince will double that. So you probably you'd have to like he'd have to like you'd have to give him like just a stupid amount of money for him to leave. He's on, he's never leaving. Right. But you bring somebody like Randy, who culturally in wrestling is just an all time. But if you bring him down there, you bring his style, you bring the, you, well, you can't call it the RKO. Um, you, you bring his finishing move down there. Right. And you just have him run on whoever. Like that'll, like Raiders will go through the roof. You know what I'm saying? They'll get, they'll get to a million consistently if Randy, because like, you bring you bring Punk, you bring Brian over there. Like they 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 know them people. They know that style. I, we know what that is. You bring a motherfucker like Randy amongst all those people. It's like it's like they need a 
They need it's good wrestling over there. They need two things. They need a proper showrunner, and they need a they need a move that's like Kurt Angle coming to TNA. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's they like they still need that. They still need that one big name that's gonna be oh, okay. Yeah, this legit. Now, granted, yeah. they do got some people over there. But it ain't it ain't nobody that's really that's really moving nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ain't wasn't nobody excited when fucking Big Show went over there. You know what no. I mean? Uh, wasn't nobody. I was excited when Mark Henry was over there because you know that's my nigga. But yeah, yeah, Silsby, Texas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? But ain't ain't nobody ain't nobody except Cody Dre really excited about Christian. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking shit. I, 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 I don't. This this the Christian love like scares me sometimes. <laughs> like he's like he was like Christian was never misused. He, Christian was always right where he needed to be. We talking about in w, It was right. What are you talking about? Right where he needed to be. He he was he was a semi scrub. Yeah, scrub. And he just yeah, everybody everybody know he got the world heavyweight title because Edge retired. We all right. and that's fine. It's okay. Edge Edge neck was held together with duct tape and Elmer's glue. So right. he went over there and got some stem cells put in his neck. While that shit was cooking, you know, Christian was there. He was at the right place at the right time and cashed out because of it. I can't fault him for that, but you, you you're not the guy. Yes. You're not the guy. Yeah, and thank God they gave it to him and Randy and Mark before they gave it to like Bufaz Alberto Del Rio. Like I thank God. Man, I had so I had high hopes for Alberto. Like his his presentation was money. But then it was like, damn, dude, you out here beating bitches up and kidnapping bitches. Like, damn. I don't allegedly. That's crazy. Allegedly. Like, that's fucking, mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. Nah, but like, yeah, I'm going to watch the Fatal 4-Way match. The other matches, the motherfuckers tell me it's good. I'll check them out. I'll check them out. But, but I, I, it was just like, I was just like, AEW, today I was like, AEW or the BET Awards. And I was like, this going to be some fine black ones. On the B- I'm, I'm watching the BET Awards. <laughs> I, 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 I catch that shit. I feel you. Me myself personally, I I quite enjoy AEW. I I like wrestling. You know, when I want to be sports entertained, I I'll, I'll tune in to WWE. I I don't I don't watch Raw like that. You know, it's 3 fucking hours. It, it it don't be moving me. I forget about NXT every week, but apparently it's it's getting good. It's been good for a little bit, so I'm a I'm a check back in with it. Um you know what I mean? SmackDown is SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't feel like I'm missing nothing. But no, uh, no, 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 no. Unless like, when the Tribal Chiefs show up, it's appointment to you. Because of course. Of course it's appointment. Raw, Raw's, well, Bianca's on Raw. So Raw's appointment mm-hmm. television for me. Raw's appointment television for me. Also, uh, my biological mom is a, was also a foster mom, so I have like five adopted siblings. Okay, my little five year old white sister, 
uh, <laughs> we I was watching Raw, and um, she was like running up and down the house until Bianca came on the screen and she just stopped. <laughs> she just stopped. Everything. <laughs> she just stopped what she was doing, and that's happened like on multiple occasions. Like whenever it's like Bianca, probably. Bianca, I think probably month, not month, like Bianca, Bobby Lashley, and like for some reason, like like the Miz, <laughs> she just she just stop what she's doing and look at what the motherfuckers are doing. Again, that's maybe it's Maurice. Maybe it's Maurice. It might be Maurice. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna be real with you. I am not a milkman, but. You know, I would stop and look at Maurice myself. Just look, there's look, there's there's there, you know, there's ninety-five percent of white women in the world are like half, you know what I'm saying? You gotta watch half, you gotta watch them. Cause as fine as they may be, they you know, they might they might side side with the enemy right. <laughs> in, in times of need. But there's the five percent that's like just they're a-okay. <laughs> Maurice is in the 5%. Okay. I'm talking about in the world. <laughs> in the world. In the world. The other 95%, you can't trust them all. But Maurice is in the 5%. It's very few women who are in the 5%. Right. But now, like, yeah, like, I, I said this like a week ago. I was like, fam, it's about to be like, whether you want, like, whether you want this, this, this summer for wrestling is gonna suck. Now, there's gonna be good things in between, but as a whole, it's gonna suck. Consistently, people... it's, it's, it's not gonna be hitting for me. It, it's gonna be busy because I got shows. I got a show, um, July 16th that I'm calling, and um, JT, JTG. Is going to be on that card, so I get to call it. Shout out to you know what I'm saying. Shout out to you know, shout out to the boy JTG. Right, I just did a show last weekend. Um, do you remember Zach Gowan with one leg? Yes. And then Brock Lesnar broke his other leg. Yeah, is that the, is that the motherfucker that Cena was rapping to that one episode of Smack now? Probably. Yes. Yeah. So, I just called his retirement match. Oh, I. So his, his great. final match, I got to call it. That's, that's fucking great. I asked this question on the, on Twitter. I'm gonna ask you, who is who is the most ridiculous athlete between LeBron James and Brock Lesnar? Because I because because what I'm seeing in, them, in these replies is people keep telling me that Brock. You know what I'm saying? He almost made the Vikings if he didn't get in the fight. He only trained he trained in UFC very shortly and when the three matches when the UFC were heavyweight time. Unified heavyweight championship. You know so like it's also then there's niggas like can LeBron hit a shooting star press? And I wanna reply with can uh <laughs> can Brock Lesnar make a low look no look pass in transition? 
with two minutes left in the fourth quarter of a close game in the playoffs. That <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I don't think Brock got that type of coordination, but exactly. <laughs> but shit, we talking about can Brock Lesnar hit a shooting star? I mean, can LeBron hit a shooting star press? Brock Lesnar couldn't. Nick about killed himself. I just, I I my question is if my question, I wonder if he could do it now. Mm. If he could do it now. And when I watched that WrestleMania match, why the fuck was Kurt Angle so far? Why he why were they that far? He was so far away. They ain't talking that. Did they rehearse this? Like what? Ain't no way they rehearsed this. Brock was like, yeah, I know he did it from far once before, but he <laughs> oh, said, I'm doing a flip. This buddy. We, we can't be nah. We, Listen, so to answer your question, to answer your question, I think if LeBron James started training for wrestling two years ago, that he would definitely be a step above Pat McAfee on the WrestleMania card. Right. Like, he he will be next to last. Right. Like, that's LeBron James we're talking about. And then and then it's like, but then there's like, what happens if I just toss Brock Lesnar basketball? <laughs> if I just, like, here... And just like just bring him to a court. What happens? Like what, if 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 this nigga if this if I bring Brian Lesnar to a court and this nigga like, start falling like hot sauce? Yeah, if he's like Jason Kidd, I'm just like, what? Cause cause it's like that's what I'm in the quotes quotes is like people are just like, I mean, he almost made the Vikings and he won the UFC heavyweight title. Yes. You have to be very much in shape and big to do that. Also athletic. Also athletic. But like I've seen like like we I wish we've we've seen there was footage of LeBron doing other sports. Like I wish there was like footage of LeBron playing like flag football. Right. <laughs> but, just, now, yeah. okay, you got Brock Lesnar. He almost made the Vikings. You know, did his thing in UFC. Right. LeBron James got a ring with the Cavs. <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I am not a big sports person. I, I'm not a big basketball, football person. But even I know that don't follow this sport, that LeBron James getting a ring with the Cavs that year, he win. And like that's just like him winning. When you say the Cavs, right? Uh huh. It's like it's like it's like Brock Lesnar's from Minnesota, right? Uh huh. Brock Lesnar somehow led the Minnesota Vikings to a Super Bowl win, right? <laughs> it's like right. like fam. It's like 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 people like like it's people. It's like New York Giants fans and Cowboys and Redskins fans that are so angry that the Philadelphia Eagles somehow have a Super Bowl. T- like, why? <laughs> it's just, it's like, things are like, why? Why? Listen, 
Why did this happen? You like I would not, listen, listen. Nick Foles better have a mansion. I'm talking about a mansion in Philadelphia. Cause it, cause just just off the simple fact that he'll never have to pay for gas, food, groceries. He he could go he he could go to Meek Mill and O'Malley Hood and he he <laughs> like, just sit on the porch with the children. Just, it's just just he he can walk he can walk in Meek Mill's grandmother's house and sit Meek down any block. And I'm te- yes, yeah. That's the thing. Like Le- like LeBron James, like just. Just like, and then the thing about it, and then the thing about it, which I'm so glad the Warriors have got three more titles after that loss, because when you go back and watch that series, the Cavs winning Game Seven was so preventable. Because <laughs> it's like, because it's like the Warriors was it was I'll never forget the Warriors it was 89 81 they never scored again mm. they never scored again now. In basketball, I do this in 2K. I do this in 2K. In 2K, if I'm up eight with like three, four minutes left, eat the easiest buckets possible are going to be gotten. And the the, the what the thing about it is, Steph, like Steph's Eric. People on the court, Steph is Eric. He's a he's a, he's a, he's a dickhead on the court. Off the court, he's he's, a, he's amazing, but. They wanted to win that game the way the Warriors win games. You know, showboating and hitting threes and shit like that. All they had to do was go to the go to the when it when they was up eight, go to the go to the cup once, try to make a shot, go to it again, get a foul, hit both free throws. That shaves at least a minute and 15 seconds off the clock. And then from that point. If you want to take a three-pointer, you can take a three-pointer. No. They were like, fuck it, run it up. Yes. Shoot these niggas out the gym. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Because, see, see, like, if it was like nip and tuck to game seven, no, they was up 3-1. After the Cavs won, after the Cavs won won them next two games, it's like, ah, we got to take care of the ball. We gotta we we gotta get the easiest buckets possible at the end of the game. Who's our best free throw shooter? Oh, boom, boom, boom! Go drive the lane. Are right, we gonna scheme for you to go to the lane? We at home. We at home. The refs are gonna we gonna blow the whistle. Hit both these free throws. Let's go on home. That game seven was so preventable, but shit, it wasn't. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And yes, yeah. So like, I've been trying to figure out because it's like because it's like Eve, yeah. Like people are saying Brock Lesnar because for our whole life, for his whole career, we've only seen LeBron James play one sport. But <laughs> right. like that doesn't mean <laughs> Brock Lesnar's more of a Brock Lesnar has done more things in more areas with his athleticism, which are it's crazy. He's crazy. That's white privilege. Yes, he's <laughs> yes, that's what that is. It's white bread. He like I I don't know what match that was, but he jumped smooth in the air. At least forty five years old, like rubber. Like he threw rubber rain to the ropes, and he jumped smooth over him. Right, I remember. <laughs> that 
leapfrog was stupid. Like wait, that leapfrog was ridiculous. Then like, to be then, like then like in, then like 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 the shit he did at the elimination chamber with Austin Theory was hilarious. So it's, it's like. Is like he's ridiculously athletic. He's forty five years old. He should not be doing this, right? At forty five, and I keep look. I keep saying this. What? What? I keep saying this, fam. People be mad at Brock Lesnar, like he's built, like he's built like Chris. Like people be talking about Brock Lesnar, like he built like Christian. Like this, this is the white man that Vince McMahon keeps giving all of these titles and all of these wins to. And look all at this money. nigga, man. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> look at that that's, that's Brock Lesnar, dude. Fam, it's not. It's not many people in real life who can whoop his ass. It takes right. a certain type of person to whoop his ass. What are you talking about? This nigga looked like a created character for real. Fam, fam. This is the real life juggernaut. That's what that is. Right. And here here recently, these past couple of years, it's like when you let your little brother um, on your 2K and they start fucking with the outfits and shit. Like, this motherfucker got a ponytail. What the fuck? Yeah. Like when he he won money in the bank in 2019, the nigga was like, why didn't Ali just grab the briefcase? (laughs) <laughs> while he was right. walking down the ramp. I was like, he was scared. Right. He was scared. Right. He, wasn't making, he wasn't making it back. He wasn't making it out of that arena with that briefcase, even if he grabbed it. Even if he grabbed it. <laughs> it wasn't his. Wasn't it? Look at that nigga, man. Like, it's I, like, Ali was like, oh, this money in the bank. What money in the bank? All right, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are you talking about? Look how... Look at that nigga, man. Look at him. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's, the same with, it's the same with Bobby Lashley. Like, look at Bobby Lashley. Like, it's not many people that can whoop his ass. Also, technically, technically, Brock Lesnar didn't beat, when Brock Lesnar won the WWE Championship, but he ain't beat Bobby Lashley. I'm so waiting for that rematch because their, their careers paralleled each other. And they tried to minimize Bobby Lashley shit because it wasn't UFC. But nigga was killing it in Bellator. Nigga went to fucking TNA, won all the belts. Like, won all the belts. Yes. Come all on. Put some respect on, on Roberto Lashley's name. His name is Roberto. That's the funny part. Even though, Golden Colorado. <laughs> right. He a, he a whole lot of undercover cop, but you know, he he a, he a nigga somewhere down in there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You gotta he gotta just, just just stop talking to Donald Trump. Don't answer his phone call. Right. You you know, he look like the type of person to be like, May I have one weed, please? Yes, <laughs> he's very much. Yeah. Did you watch his uh, if you haven't watch his broken skull sessions with so that was very interesting. Okay. Yeah, that is, that's very good. But uh, nah, like <laughs> that nigga big man. Like there's like everybody. <laughs> Roman Reigns was like, "There's no one left." I, he's right. Everybody hurt. <laughs> everybody hurt. Everybody hurt. Hey, so look, um, I'm gonna have to cut it short soon because I gotta put the little one to bed. And- oh no, we can, we can, we can go ahead and. 
But I got a question before before we wrap it up. What's up? So, who's your favorite commentary person? Commentary? Yeah. Like when you when you hear someone like who who is your go-to person? Like when you hear this person, you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna enjoy this. Uh it's it's probably Michael Cole. It's probably what? Michael Cole. And uh, probably, probably Todd Phillips, like those two, because like Jr. is like it's just Jr. is like it's outrageous, <laughs> like that peak. Like early, it's just it's just not now, but like in his in his at his peak, that shit is outrageous. It's just it's it's just outrageous, and I call for it. and like like more Ronaldo. Like was like I just, he was cool, but it was like too it was like a little too much. It was like more would just be be like you know what I'm saying like he, you know what I'm saying like it's too many cultural references for me. <laughs> Man, and that, that's what I loved about Mauro Nello. Like what this nigga know Cardi B? I right, you ain't even a nigga. You for the culture though. I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, but he would like he would butcher it sometimes. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Such and such wrestler better be careful. And I'm not talking about that new Cardi B record that came out. Morrow, Morrow. <laughs> hey, 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 buddy, stop it. This stop batch it. is up and it's stuck. Like, I <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Hey, I, I see. I mean. This is a little Now, at first it was funny, but after a while, it just got, it just got. Now, the, like, the, the other stuff, I like what he commentates on now. Oh yeah, now, I like when he commentates on that. Like he's really good. But now it's Michael Cole, and like it's Michael Cole, Ty Phillips. Um, Taz was really good for T. That's that was like Taz was really good on TNA. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I did. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I think my I would go my all time commentator team would probably be give me give me. Give me, right now, give me Michael Cole. Give me my, give me Mike. Michael, give me Cole, Pat McAfee, and like Byron Saxon for like a full show. I and you know what? I I fuck with that. I Cole Graves gives me a headache. Jimmy Smith is okay. He's not. He's not bad. He's he's not, he's bad. not bad. I got crucified. Cole on, I got crucified on Twitter once when they announced who he was. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Oh, we use Google. I, I don't want to use Google. I want to use Twitter. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, and then, and he's like, he's and you can like you can tell like when they come, like I could when he first started like he was miss, he was missing like he was missing a couple of cues, but that he he started like when it was like Thunderdome era, right. so like he so like when live crowds came back, he kind of he kind of got it up. But I will give Corey Graves props on this the the Seth Rollins Cody Rhodes. Oh like, yeah, he he did. Cell, great comment. That was a great comment. All right, before we go, before we wrap this up, give me your give me your top five wrestlers of all time. Your favorites. You don't have to do the greatest, but your favorite five wrestlers of all time. All right, top five of all time. We got my man, Macho Man Randy Savage. Boom. He'd be That's, so amazing. he'd be so amazing if he was alive right now. Listen. 
That oh. nigga, that nigga made a diss tape to Hulk Hogan. I, I, I just, I just would love, I just would love a broken skull. No, 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 no broken skull. Just like a pod, just a great, un, just unhinged podcast interview with Macho Man. He was right, like, just going off. It's not. It's one of those. Like it's one of those. I'm, I'm gonna let you go, but like you know, what I'm saying when Kobe passed away, like some I forgot who brought it up, but they brought up how like NBA players really don't be dying like that, and like the only MVPs that are not here with us are Moses Malone and Kobe. Huh. You know what I'm saying? It sucks that all of the like we I get to, like Hogan's here, Steamboat's here. Rick Flair's still here. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Um, Andre, the, Andre the Giant was, wasn't going to live that long. That nigga was big. Right. But it sucks that the, the like 85% of wrestling legends are still with us. And I just can't see Macho Man just running around. But uh, yeah, right. give me the other four. All right. So we got Macho Man. Um, Right now, Miro. Mm. I, I I don't care. I don't My care. favorite wrestler? Like I, I I I love him. I love it. Like Miro, even when he was Alexander Rusev, yeah. I stick still rooted for him. Like before the white man took his first name. <laughs> right. <laughs> took took his name away. But still, like yo, the this redeemer gimmick he got, mm-hmm. like every promo, every promo. It's God and my wife. I love God and I like fucking my wife. That's that's his promos, and I love it. Like <laughs> it's simple. I beat you, Roger Starbuck? Right. I beat yeah. the that's the name of the church. That's the name of the episode. Miro is Roger Starbuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, so we got Macho Man, we got Miro, we got Seth Rollins is killing it yes. right now. The visionary. Listen, Seth Franklin Rollins is <laughs> killing it. Um, the Infinite Man, T-I-M. Mm. He is T-I-M? T-I-M. All capital letters. Look him up. Look up anything. His promos are gold. His matches are gold. He had a banger last year, I think, with Buddy Matthews in North Carolina. Like, this dude, he is on his way. He is on his way. Like, literally one of the best wrestlers I've seen in person. Um, How many is that? That's three or four. That's that's four. Okay, so I got one more. Mm, One more. You know what, Mark Henry? Okay. Mark Henry. Hall of Pain era. That salmon soup. Listen. Mark Henry before when when he had the braids and they were thinning before he could man. Mark Henry. World's strongest slam. If I charge for air, you keep your bill paid. What? Mm -hmm. A, A nigga tell you that? Oh shit. I'm I'm fucked up. Hey, sexual chocolate, my Henry was entertaining too. Nigga, he, he gave birth to a, his his woman gave birth to a hand. 
Thanks, May man. Young. <laughs> May Young. Hell, even even patriotic Mark Henry with the with the fucking Kango hat. Right. Yeah. They got your bending spoons and shit. Hey man, hey, but let me just, I I give my five favorite in there. My five favorite right now is of course the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. All right. I don't it's it's independent wrestling. I say it, come and keep saying this. Independent wrestling isn't where it is today without AJ Styles. And still, nobody was more like nobody was more of an anomaly outside of the WWE than AJ Styles. Nobody the, the like the myth. The, the lore, the great, like the, the conversations about AJ Styles before he before he debuted at the Rundle, like the 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 number one question before January twenty sixteen was in wrestling was what if AJ Styles went over there and it was the most open ended question ever. Because right. you always get the, the most, the, you'd always get a a different answer or a different reaction. Because you ask that question, sometimes somebody would be like, "That's never happened." But but then they go, "But if it did, but then, it did, nigga, <laughs> the shit happened." Yeah, like like it's it's that's probably like probably like the only reaction, like like outside of matches. Like just AJ Styles being in WWE was the one where I would ask, and I just get naked. Listen. <laughs> oh shit! I, you know what? I know it's supposed to be five, but I gotta throw one more in there. Kurt Angle, Angle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But go ahead, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> the best balance of great wrestler and great entertainer. Right. But um, uh, well, second to only Dwayne Johnson. Number two, Dwayne Johnson. It's okay. just nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> to be said. Number three, I'm gonna go. Number three, I'm gonna go with. Um, shit, I'm going right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with big. I'm gonna go with Carmelo Hayes. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm, I like what him and Trick are doing. Like I like. I like what those two are doing. You know what I'm saying? I like his rise. I like who's in his ear. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that Shawn Michaels loves him. You know, I love that. As you know, I haven't been keeping up with NXT, but from what I've heard, Melo, in fact, does not miss. He doesn't. He doesn't. I've seen him put up every shot. He made all of them. Now, my question is, is, is Tricky still saying Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy? No, no. Oh, no. thank God. No, okay. no, no. He's still talking like he was talking when he said it. He don't say that. Okay, cool, cool. cool. Uh, is is he still walking around like a Jamaican in leather pants? No, they be they just be wearing the most expensive stuff. Okay, yeah. see, I might I might have to I might have to check in because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of the things that threw me off. Like, yeah, so I didn't ride around. AJ Rock Mello, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. I like. I'm going shit. I'm going fucking. I'm going Lash Legend. I like Lash Legend. Man, the yeah. punk hit her around the world. Fam, you she I she, 
she needs to like she I need Seamus to help her fine tune that. You know what I'm saying? I need Seamus to tell her tell her what he eats, how he works out, so she can always just get that right. Number four. Number five, of course, the best wrestler in the world. The what not the not the not the state, not the city, the world. Click uh, Bianca Belair. Thanks. I don't. I, I don't. I, what else do I need to show you? Right. You know what I'm put on every match. Yeah. Like, what else do I need to show you? The the, the one the first the first wrestler outside of you go back and watch like watch like early like watch Rocks Rise and shit like that. But the first right. wrestler in a long time that just they get better every week. Every time you see them, they get better. Yeah, she she gets better every week, and she is around. She's around Becky, who, like Roman, you can tell that they care about their match. Like Becky, you can tell Becky cares about the Raw the women's division, just all right. the fact that she's losing. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she, yeah, the fact that she's she's really like I said. I said I knew I knew the moment. I knew like when it was set for them to the face at WrestleMania. I knew Bianca was winning, but I said if Becky lose, I want Becky to go to do the uh, the Cena 2012 after he lost to The Rock. Remember, he just lost to The Rock. Then Brock Lesnar came. Then he won the money in the bank. Then he lost that. Then he, <laughs> like, he just had a yeah. the biggest loser. I was like, Becky needs to do that because the more she loses, the like, like when she gets like, I don't want her to hold a title like for like the rest of the year because when she get if she gets it back, it means you know what I'm saying, right? Like, like, like it means he went through that. To get that, yeah, yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've had another stellar episode, uh, featuring my dog Click two times. Uh, Click, you gotta send me some of your music, and I'm gonna talk to you about some production because I'm actually I'm curating this project, this album, and I'm and I'm probably gonna need, I might need some beats, I might need some verses, I might need some hooks. I'm curating. This project that revolves around around the podcast, we'll talk. We'll talk about that down the line. But brother, I appreciate you. No yeah. problem. So let let me drop my social medias and go ahead. Go ahead. Get your plugs up. So Pete, click two times on everything. C L I C K the number two. The letter X is an X ray. S is in Sam. Follow me on TikTok. I'm funny as fuck. Aloysius Skipper Jenkins the third. You have to say the whole thing like a tribe called Quest. I know, I know, it's a mouthful. That's what your bitch said. Um, also, president of Icon Pro Wrestling, um, doing our comeback show September thirtieth, and that's in North Carolina. Hit me up for tickets. I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of a big deal there. Um, shit, I don't know what else. Um, bottom, bottom music. <laughs> bottom music. I love North Carolina. Uh, since you are a crew member, bro, you you will be invited back. This is not this. This is the first of many. You know what I'm saying? This is the first of many. Where? Um, 
happy belated Father's Day. Thank you. Know you. What I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, just you know, just in case a motherfucker ain't told you. Just you know. I appreciate it. You know, happy Father's Day to you too. You might not have any kids, but you sunning niggas out here. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Putting these niggas in the dirt, but we will see. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Yeah. And that's that. Show.